people die and Yuna dances, when will she stop dancing? Yuna won't stop dancing. Not until sin is gone. Hey gang, it's that got it memorized again. <laughs> I'm Wheels. I'm trying to always by Joe. How are you, Joe? Uh, good. You know, I'm doing all right. Uh, back at it again at the Krispy Kreme. Uh huh. There is a remarkable amount of scenes that you sh- that should not be missable in this game, and that is the only thing I am thinking about yeah. now. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of like. The, the the structure of this is like you can advance the chapter if you want and miss most of the game. <laughs> yeah, well that's the thing, like not all of it's important. Like you could get to mm-hmm. the stuff we're gonna talk about today, and I think probably not meet Gipple, which is funny on its own, but also just like I don't think I've mentioned that I, I went back to Dan SGO eight, who did the the Final Fantasy ten cutscene fucking compilation that i watched uh for the last one but they have missed a lot of things because I'm, mm. I'm comparing it to the script but also i don't think i've mentioned that they like edit their fight scenes in such a cinematic way they like zoom in so you don't see the hud and like pan it around weird and it's so, like Why? i don't know <laughs> that's a lot of effort to put in for something that uh your viewers are absolutely skipping over <laughs> yeah or complaining about like it's either that either, either it's like me where i'm like i'm not gonna watch this boss fight skip forward like you know they keep like a minute of it in in this weird way but i'll like half the comments are like why did this sucks <laughs> why did they do this <laughs> i i don't know i think i'm like on paper i'm like sure you wanted to make it slightly more engaging and it not feel like you're watching a video game fight, but it didn't work, and you should have realized that and stopped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, they missed uh, a very important Bavel scene, and as I was going through the script and watching that, I was like, it is bizarre that this big of a lore scene is just missable. Which Bav- wait, is it the scene with all three of the... Yeah. <laughs> That's missable. That's very funny. You can go straight uh, to But Jose. I guess it is, beca- yeah. because, right, you would go to Jose first. That's funny. Uh, where do you want to start, though? Because last time we left off, Machen was, like, still rambling. I'm old! <laughs> uh, yeah, we finished that scene, but uh, I skimmed through the script. There's a bunch of, like, small, unimportant you can, scenes. Sid is still moping somewhere. Yeah, you can check on Sid. He, nothing is different. Uh, you can check on... There's like an Albed travel agency that's like attacked by fiends. If you remember the whole, it's Awaka. Like Awaka ends up owning that shop. Yeah, the, the specifically we're talking about the Al, uh, the uh, Albed travel agency outside of uh, the Makalania woods, like by the frozen lake where you fought a yeti. That's right. Uh, and he's like, no one comes here. This sucks shit. Uh, but you save the place from some fiends because that's all what chapter three is well, about. Fiends are everywhere. Actually, that is correct. That is correct verbiage. You do, in fact, save the place. You don't save the people because all of Awaka's employees are killed, but Awaka's like, thanks for saving my shop. And it's like, dude. Property is what matters most to me. 
Awaka uh, is a capitalist. I mean, how can we be surprised? Did you see this uh, cactuar shit? I skimmed past it, but yes, it's- if you go <laughs> to the desert, uh, you do uh, a diplomatic mission for Cactuar Nation. And it's just, apparently, and this is news to me, I don't know if this is just in Final Fantasy X-2 or if this is in uh, other Final Fantasy games and I have uh, missed it, but I got a lot of Cact... Uh, well, first of all, I learned that it's pronounced Cactuar. I always just said Cactar. Yeah. But also... Um, their life cycle's a little challenging to me. Okay, so I definitely skipped this shit, so please, uh, please explain. Yeah, let me find- so, okay, so you go with an Albed child in a similar onesie to, uh, (laughs) uh, to Shinra, Mm -hmm. uh, who- who this this child apparently knows how to speak Cactuar. You get there to the land of the Cactuar, and you're looking around, and you're like, I don't- see any little bouncy guys with the faces on them mm-hmm. that do the needles instead you just see cacti because apparently adult because apparently the cacti are that you fight are like the larval form oh and then they like they like take root and become just cacti they turn because into the actual... cactuar you talk to okay. is just a big faceless cactus that just wiggles around a little bit and then this albed child translates the wiggles into speech <laughs> It's some side quest thing. It tells you to search for a bunch of little uh, magic cactuar lar- larvae in all the different regions and like save them or something. Yeah. Uh, Yuna's groups. Uh, it's it's the they're they're tasked with saving the ten gatekeepers, which are mini cactuars. I wonder if that's related to the ten special cactuars in the in ten and Final Fantasy Ten because there's like a side quest. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably at least uh, intentionally calling back to that. Oh, also, there's something that said a, they say some ominous shit of like Benzo is translating, who's the Elbed child, and he says, mm-hmm. "I think uh, Marnella is the name of the uh, cactuar you're talking to," and he says, "I think Marnella is about to tell us why she called us here." Uh, and then translating, he says, a strange wind has been blowing through the desert. You too may have felt the sands trembling beneath your feet. Bye, Craig. <laughs> a fearsome It's weird that Marla- rest- Marnella says that. Like a cactus gets up and leave, and they're like, oh, bye, Craig. Oh, Craig's back. Oh, oh, oh Craig's gone. <laughs> A fearsome fiend that rests deep between the earth has begun to stir. In the depths, it gathers its strength, and it will not be long before it makes its move. And when that time comes, it will bring its wrath to bear upon the Cactuar nation first. The reason it lusts for vengeance against us, it is we who locked it away beneath the dunes so very long ago. To be more precise, it was not us, but our ancestors who ruled this land in ages past. Its need for retribution will surely lead it here. We must summon the great Haboob and prepare ourselves. (laughs) for the coming menace. Only the Cactuars known as the Ten Gatekeepers can weave this magical barrier. But they are out training in every corner of Spira. I need your help to seek them out and bring them back. The Cactuar mothers know where they have gone. Lose no time in finding the Ten Gatekeepers and return them to us. Uh, And that's what she says. Uh, Which, weird. I don't know. It it (laughs) seems just like a side quest, probably with a weird, like, bonus boss. But I just, it really struck me. Yeah. It's just really out there in a way that I really enjoy. Yeah, I I am curious to find more lore about the great Haboob. Uh Hold on, I'm just going to command F Haboob and tell you how many times that word shows up in the script. I'm going to bet two. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding! (laughs) It's two! You're perfect. 
Um, wonderful. Well, I look forward to that second mention. I, I there's a part of me that's like, I wonder if this is like, oh, they're in touch with the Vegna gun threat, and that's what they're talking about. But probably not. It's probably it's some pro- stupid yeah. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I, I, my guess is that it is like, oh, once you've found all the these well hidden cactuars, you can unlock the bonus ball. That's my what yeah. Because you go, you bounce is. around Spira looking for him in random places. I just. I remember skipping through this video. There was like one in Chateau LeBlanc, which is funny. But that's it. Then you leave. And uh, there's another scene. Um, did we skip over the the Yojimbo shit? I thought I saw his name. <laughs> I didn't see any Yojimbo shit. Maybe it's farther down. Oh, wait. Yeah, here we go. Uh, oh, not a it lot. Is. Yeah. It's just that. It's just that. So um, we'll probably in this episode encounter more scenes like this, but. Um, essentially, as you go traveling between the different temples, you find that in their depths in the Chamber of Faith, the Aeon there has turned into a dark Aeon, and it's spawning fiends. Mm-hmm. Like and it's Bahamut causing lots of problems for people. Yeah, like Bahamut in the last chapter, it's, it seems to be implied that maybe this like influx of fiends is connected to these faith being fucked up, because they all have big holes in the ground where the faith rock should be and the same one that the same types of massive holes into the earth mm-hmm. that vagna that we presume vagna gun cut into yeah. the earth to escape and yojimbo is one of those that you find in his little bonus cave and there's not a lot of scene there because mm-hmm. yojimbo was a bonus anyway in the first game so the scene there is just like you save people from fiends and it's like bow, 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 mission complete it's another it's another like holy location turned into a tourist trap mm-hmm. and uh everyone is being attacked by fiends so yuna shows up and fights yojimbo and uh yeah like yojimbo originally this is kind of missable but yeah then there's uh some stefan gog is that is that i i know i saw this but i don't know if it matters the first scene is is just kind of scene. the first scene with kamari is scene setting um kamari has lines longer than kamari ever should have becomes it because it becomes really awkward the kind of like broken english that he speaks mm-hmm. the longer that it goes uh, because it, because Kamari's voiced by John Namagio too, right? It Is just he? he. I don't think it. He sells. Let me see. Uh, Kamari voice actor. Yes, John Namagio, and it really comes out the longer Kamari speaks. Um, but essentially, you have a scene with Kamari where uh he said, "Do you remember that uh that Ronso who was like kind of angry that uh Kamari wasn't a good enough all of them uh elder." Uh, well, yeah. one of them in particular was like, shitty elder. <laughs> and yeah, that one says, like, I'm going to go up to the mountain and can and tell it that I'm going to go kill the Guado. Then I'm going to go do that to get revenge, revenge for uh, what Seymour's Guado? We've only seen Tromel. I would. <laughs> that's my question as well. And they lost um, their house to LeBlanc. You go up there. Y- y- Garrick says, like, I won't. S- y- I'll only stop if you can fight me in combat. You beat me in combat, and then you do. And then he's like, good thing you beat me, because the mountain doesn't want me to go. And then the scene's over. Cool. <laughs> For more, yeah, there's that plot continues. I think the Gagazet plot is maybe one of the weaker through lines. 
uh, because it, each chapter seems to just have like a different problem rather than like right. Each a chapter is Kamari is standing there in the same place that Kamari always stands there with his arms crossed and says something about how he's not doing good enough job <laughs> as a leader, and then you do his job for him. Yeah, I mean, like with the way his he was characterized in ten, he's great in ten, but I still wouldn't think like yeah he should lead a people. Like he's he's quiet. He's, like, mm -hmm. insecure about things, but he finds strength in protecting someone he cares about. He should be on a council of leaders. Yeah. If, in fact, that's where this is going, then maybe that's interesting. Because we don't know. Maybe I that's how know. it ends. I have no clue. When I did play this game, I did not do any of the side quest stuff. And maybe that's true of a lot of people. Maybe that's the service we're providing, is actually going through these side quests uh, and missable shit. Speaking of missable shit that doesn't matter, you can check in on Asaru, who's still like, yeah, my job sucks, I'm surrounded by monkeys fucking. <laughs> I mean, you paraphrase, but not a lot. <laughs> it gets worse every day, please stop making them fuck. <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, he mentions, like, even Sid's not here, so I guess I'm the only one. And, like, what the, f what is he even doing, you know? Like, before he's like telling people riddles the first time you get there and now he's trying to be all serious like hmm, i am the i am the last true guardian of xanarkin and it's like dude last time you came here you were like uh giving us like jeopardy questions <laughs> so uh i don't really get what's going on there either yeah well i also like He's he's still like, yeah, Sid still hasn't come back since you told him that it sucks shit. Uh -huh. And I mean, to be I don't know how much time is actually passing. So, like, it's kind of hard to say, like, maybe that's reasonable uh -huh. that he took a day off enough time for at least one monkey generation. Yes. I mean, uh -huh. these are these seem to be some like special monkeys that go pretty. Right. Quick. What is the what is the life cycle of spear and monkeys? Who could uh, it's it's. Something and it came back. You see, these these ones are actually the larval form, and then they <laughs> take root. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that there it is. Um, yeah, so he's just complaining uh more about that, and then we have like a real mission when we go to Besaid. That's right. Uh, where Fiends. is the first dialogue here? Fiends are coming from the Besaid Temple, and you talk to Lulu about it. Yuna asks Lulu, and Lulu says they're coming from inside the temple, but it's all right. Waka and the others fought them off. Luckily, no one was hurt. And uh, I guess Buddy's here, and he says, guess your friendly neighborhood goings won't be needed. Wait, this is weird. This isn't what I saw in the chapter. I saw them fighting feet. They do. They do. It just... Oh, it just hasn't... I just didn't see this. I must have skipped past this first scene then, where they're like, we don't need you. Uh, so I'm like, wait, did I see an alternate universe where they didn't eat them? And just they I just actually leave and Waka fucking dies. <laughs> uh Lily says, any fiends they miss may still be wandering around. Waka and the rest split up to track them down. Give them a hand. And Buddy says the goings are on the job, giving them a discount. Um, and then yeah, you you talk to Shinra, who introduces a new thing that I don't know if it comes back up, but he is like making cell phones out of spheres. They, it's it's more like, he's like this is an amazon ring and then he places it like outside lulu's door <laughs> basically because it's a camera that uh you can see out of through the ship mm -hmm. i get it's some sort of like yeah, they talk to brother sensor device yeah uh and there's another brother hitting on yuna scene uh and then it's over i mean kinda he just he just says that he can see her and he's excited about it but yeah but then yeah we carry on into 
uh, the temple where they look for. Wait, are they, is this inside the temple or outside? I can't tell. It is out. It ju- there, it's at the temple, but okay. outside. Okay. So right did outside. Did we talk the about Beklum before, or did we yeah, skip that he, scene? I think we talked about him briefly. He makes He's like Yuna, the leader of New Yemen. Yeah, here. he makes Yuna shoot some dogs. That's correct. And he bends yeah. it by, like Beklum. Uh-huh. But yeah, <laughs> we, we walk into a conversation he's having with Waka outside of the temple, and I don't remember what his voice sounds like. Impatient. So he's like, what's there to side, Waka? We can finish off the fiends right here and now. Hey, burning down the temple's going too far. You have any other suggestion? No, he's, he's just upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Beklum continues, we have to do something. What if the fiends keep coming? Or maybe you don't mind putting your family in danger? Hey, all we gotta do is stop the fiends, right? And he goes into the temple to try and do that. He runs, like, into the, uh, what used to be the Cloister of Trials, and so, uh, when you enter, it's just, uh, your squad and Beklum in the, uh, main temple area, and Beklum says, walk is inside, fighting fiends. Be simple to burn this place down and take the fiends with it. Uh, and then the camera pans to the high summoners statues that are in the Besaid Temple, if you recall. And Beklum continues, praying to them never did any good. You're the one who defeated Sin. You should know. Yeah, unipointedly says nothing and leaves <laughs> up the stairs to uh-huh. go help Waka. Uh, Beklum says, going to help him? I won't wait much longer. And she says, you want to see it burn that badly? Which is like, yeah, that's that, that's a great line because it's like, why do you want to burn it so much? Are you that <laughs> uh, upset that, like, Yevon did the things they did? Because, like, yeah. fair, but, like, I don't know. Maybe don't burn this it. This is a place that matters to people. Yeah, and it's also not that far from very flammable homes. Uh, Backlum says it's for the safety of the village. Yeah, okay. Well, inside of the cloister trials you go, and eventually you see Waka kind of slumped up over a wall. Yuna says, Waka! Riku says, you Okay. And Waka says, eh, just a few scratches, eh, nothing to worry about. There's a flesh wound. <laughs> uh, Payne disagrees and says, but your whole arm's off. <laughs> uh, no, uh, she says, there are too many. Let's get out while we can. The man was right. We have to use fire. Eh, whatever's controlling the fiends must be down there. Take that bad boy out. And Yuna says, and we won't need fire. Payne says, fair enough. Yuna tells Waka to stay there. Uh, and he asks why, and Riku says, wouldn't want you to overdo it, daddy. I was hoping you wouldn't skip over that line. <laughs> Waka just says, wait up, because he wants to help. They do not. So they go down, and wouldn't you know it, there's a there's a darkened Valifor down there. Her first Aeon. Uh, Waka does catch up with you eventually, like, not too long after. Yuna says, an Aeon! Yuna says, no, something's not right. Riku says, Waka, stay back, it's not safe! You haven't been practicing Blitzball for two years! I liked the kind of iambic pentameter to your reading of that line. Da-da-da-da-da-da! <laughs> I guess it's just iambic. That wouldn't be pentameter. Uh, <laughs> you fight the Valifor. You do. You beat it. And uh, Yuna, sadly, afterwards, is like, that was my very first Aeon. Which makes me wonder why this isn't, like, paced to be the first or last one you fight. It's just kind of in the middle. <laughs> it is strange that it starts with Bahamut. It makes sense that, like, um, like Bahamut's, like, a strong one. It's in Bevel. It's, like, scary. I guess you kind of get it as like, get it at, like, the halfway point in the last game. It's kind of like a turning point of the plot. That makes sense. And yeah. then I guess the rest of this happens in any order you want, right? So. Uh, I, well, I, the thing is, I think Josie is where it ends no matter what, though. 
That is correct. Because it's the last Because board. of where it yeah. goes. So, like, that's strange to me. Because you, you die there? Basically, yeah. I mean, you don't, but uh, it's mean, very funny. Yeah, we'll talk uh, about it. We'll talk about it. Uh, but yeah. Probably next episode, but. Probably, yeah. But afterwards, uh, Pain makes a noise, and Yuna continues. I grew up here in Besaid. This is my home. I became a summoner here. She thinks to herself and the non-existent Titus, this is where I first met you. And then out loud, she says, I have to protect this place. Uh, and this is uh, when they hand the script briefly over to the, uh, I guess this whole scene, because you see it again later. They hand this scene over the Kingdom Hearts writers, because of weird characters just instead of responding, say each other's names. Because mm-hmm. uh, Waka just says, Yuna. Scene ends. <laughs> uh, well, they're, they're walking out of the cloister trials together. Payne says, the job's done to Beckham, who is in the room. Beckham says, I see. Glad to see you're not hurt. Or are you? Uh, I guess cause I guess he's I'm Waka. just trying to Waka figure out still's what pretty fucked yeah, up. Yeah, okay. So Walk is there and he's reacting to that. And he says, glad to see you're not hurt. Or are you? Aren't you going to be a father soon? What if something bad had happened to you? What then? And he just leaves. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Riku calls him a meanie. Waka says, hey, it's okay. What can I say? He's got a point. Uh, and then Yuna says, Waka. Riku. <laughs> no, she says, Waka. <laughs> he continues, if we try trying to save one memory, we risk losing them all. Riku says, but what if it's a really important memory? Uh, this line's in quotes, but he says, memories are nice, but that's all they are. That's an Albed saying, right? Well, yeah, but. That doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> they go back outside and they get a transmission from brother on the uh the sphere where he only asks if yuna is okay Payne says one track mind uh and uh pain and riku head out but uh waka continues to yuna and says memories are just uh, memories fiends ever come out of the temple again i may really have to burn it yuna says i guess so but call me before you do we'll save fire for our last resort and he says, yeah, you got it. And the scene ends. They go to the Celsius. Every now and then this game actually gestures to themes relating to <laughs> dealing with shit from the last game. Uh, I think it's enough. It's That's enough for me. Like, it's got enough of a connection to the first game for me. Oh, yeah. It's something. Yeah. yeah. It's, for me, it's like I've, this game is like almost intentionally tonally consistent. Like, I think it. Mm-hmm. Some, most of the com- or maybe not most, but like a lot of the comedy hits for me. And most of the serious yep. stuff does, too. I do think... The ratio is just very different than the first it, game. It is a weird ratio, and I think the non-linearity makes it very hard. Like, you, it, the game can't be Correct. intentionally yeah, yeah. balanced in that way. And, frankly, you don't know what you're getting into when you go to a random place to try a new scene. You're like, oh, well, this is mm-hmm. doofy, and I just got out of a serious thing, and I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I think this game's fascinating. Even if it for sure, even if it doesn't all work, uh. But anyways, their next stop is Kilika Island, where you can foresee maybe a different Aeon fighting in the end of it. But <laughs> the first thing you can uh, you can't get into the forest right away, but you can go to Donna's hut. And Donna is there, and she says, "My, my, 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 uh, my, 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 my." <laughs> it was there's four written in the script, which I'm sure is what she says. But like, she says, "What brings you here?" Yuna says, "We heard fiends were coming from the temple, and you just had to come running." Well, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say that. 
I'm not even so sure there are any fiends. Payne says you haven't checked? I'm in with the Youth League. Do you think they'd let me in the temple? I'm sure this isn't... Maybe it is correct, but this the script doesn't put a question mark at the end of that, and I really like the energy of just, do you think they'd let me in the temple with no question mark? <laughs> uh, Riku says, so what now? We're giving up? Yuna says, let's take a look first. Uh, Donna says, you'll never get near the temple. The Youth League's blockaded the forest entrance, as they should. We can't have those temple vermin crawling into town now, can we? Besides, it spares me from having to see that sulky face. Riku says, sulky face? Bartello? Of course. He's with New Yevon, so naturally he's in the temple. But then it's really none of my business. Yuna says, then we'll make it ours. Besides, I'm worried about the fiends. If you want to go that badly, I won't stop you. But they're turning people away at the gate. Some time passes, and she says, I've got it. I'll distract one of the guards. That's your chance to run through. How quickly? She's like, okay, fine, I'll help you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she wants, she wants to see, uh, Big Boy. Yeah, she wants, she, she wants to see the Chad. Yeah. I can't blame her. Um, so she leaves. Uh, Yuna's like, I knew she was worried about him. And uh, then you go see her distract a guard. I don't really understand this scene because at some point they open the gate. I don't know why, but you run through. You do a strange, you do a strange mini game where you just sit there and wait until the guards open the gate for another person, and then you check to make sure that the guard that Donna is distracting is still distracted, and then you just run through the gate. And it's like mini game in air quotes. <laughs> you just press a button, like, and then she runs. <laughs> it's very strange. Anyway, um, you get to the other side of the gate. Donna also yells a piece of advice to walk on treetops, right. like, after you're through the gate. It, it is funny that she tells you that. I thought about that, too. Like, why didn't she say, why didn't she tell you, like, oh, yeah, by the way, there's a secret path through the treetops before you do the gate mini game. But I'm guessing it's so that, like, the information of where you need to go is presented as soon yeah, the as possible to when you need it. The timing <laughs> as makes soon sense as narratively possible. for that, like, game design reason, but also it's just yeah. very funny to imagine her, like, next to two guards telling... Oh, also, people that I just helped run through the gate while I'm still, yeah, standing by the guards, uh, use the secret path. <laughs> it, you knock twice on the third tree. No the password is swordfish. You. Well, the password's monkey. <laughs> Gotta remember that. Kimon! Kimon. Uh, yeah, so that's it. You do it, like, you know, there are a lot of paths blocked in the woods. You get on the treetops, like she said. Uh, eventually you get... I mean, there's a lot of walking. Eventually you end up in the cloister of trials again. Um, I don't really think there's anything in between those two points worth mentioning. Nah. But, uh, you, you get into the cloister of trials. There's a bunch of fucking Machina around. Um, but eventually you find Bartello just on the ground. Enrico's like, Bartello! He says, I'll be okay. This is a funny... The, the camera angle, you can't see his mouth moving, and he's just like a blob on the floor. <laughs> so it's very funny, just be like, I'll be okay, like coming from an unmoving corpse. <laughs> uh, but later you do see his mouth moving. Uh, Yuna says, the fiends? We're holding them off, somehow. They're coming from inside, one after another. The call's coming from inside the temple! Yeah, uh, and he continues, If the fiends reach the town, they'll reach Donna! Yuna says, they won't. Thanks! <laughs> Thanks! Uh, Riku says, Donna wants to see you. Well, she didn't come out right out and say it, but you can kind of tell. I want to see her too. 
even if we believe different things, <laughs> I'll always feel the same about her. The time of the summoners may have passed, but I will always be Donna's guardian. I live only to protect her. And Payne says, you can say that with a straight face? Donna! <laughs> Deborah! <laughs> I, uh, I I love this turn of just, like, no subtlety to Bartello. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there ever was it. Well, no, he was there quiet. There was some for the first bit of the first game, but then when you see him, like, uh, fanboy over Orin, you're like, yeah. oh, now I know who the boy is. Yeah, but even still, like, he stays pretty quiet. True. And it's yeah. just kind of like, oh, yeah, he's this silent, but Ted definitely cares you know about Donna now. character. And, yeah, now it's just like, what if that was funnier? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, you go into the faith chamber again, or I guess right outside of it uh, is when you see uh, Ifrit, a darkened Ifrit. And uh, I, just everyone's like, hey, a neon? Yeah. Gotta fight it? Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Okay. And then you do. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, which is, I mean, like, you know, if I'm making fun of it, it's like, I understand the tone they're going for. But you fight it, you'll win. And you walk into the actual room, and yet again, there is a hole where faith should be. Payne says, another hole. Hmm. Uh, you, you leave. <laughs> um, <laughs> in, but, in the scene. Uh, because, you, because you've defeated the, bo- the boss, uh, the, you, can see, you visually see that the temple has been restored to its previous state by the fact that uh, this strange blue flame goes back to the normal red flame outside of the temple, and apparently... That's a great sign. I guess it's because Ifrit's fire is naturally red, and then it turns blue when it's dark Ifrit. Uh, yeah, sure. That's an easy enough way to read it. And uh, you go back to the bridge, and there's one short scene here where they start to talk about all the shit they've seen. Uh, Riku's like, uh, I don't get it. Shinra says, fortunately, I know everything. He doesn't have glasses, but if he had them, he'd push them up. Yeah, you would hear the reflection. Uh-huh. Riku says, so why were the fiends coming out of the temples? The fiends didn't come from the temples. They came from the chambers of the faith. Which is in the temple. It, yeah. She says, right, exactly, but why? A long beat. There's like a, there's like a dolly zoom of his face. It was long on two times speed. Uh, and then he says, I'm just a kid, and runs <laughs> away. Payne says, the holes in the chamber of the faith. Were they there before? Yuna says, no. Nariku says, so the holes must be new, right? Payne says, there was one in Bavel too. Great hole. <laughs> a great hole. Uh, Nariku <laughs> says, but that one was made by Vagnagon, right? Yeah, what a great <laughs> hole that Vagnagon makes. No, um, Yuna says, that's true, but they're connected somehow. And Brother's like, doing some weird yoga poses. He's like, the holes are connected? The, the points, I've connected them. <laughs> you didn't connect shit, brother. And Yuna says, you didn't connect shit. Yuna uh, <laughs> says, yes, but it's more than just that. Somehow I think there are deeper connections. He's like, oh, that is deep, Yuna. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, shit! Uh, buddy, is buddy <laughs> says, distress call from Jose Temple. Uh, brother says, Jose, is it Gipple? Buddy says, hmm, looks like they got into some trouble trying to clear out those fiends. Right! Here's the order, says brother. Gullwings, forget it. Let Gibble save himself. And Riku's like, what? Uh, and in our bed, brother says, Gibble gets all the action. Riku in our bed says, give me a break. Buddy says, well, Yuna. Yuna says, well, we'll just have to charge him a little extra then. Gullwings, let's go. Riku says, oh, can we give him a discount? Cute. Realize, 
I didn't realize she, I thought she hated him. I guess that it wasn't necessary. It was like he made fun of her in a kind of little sister way, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. So it makes sense that she enjoys his company. And of course, next time we're going to go straight to Bavel instead. Because <laughs> yep. if you go straight There's to Joe's... There's way more important... I guess, I guess they're both important scenes, but <laughs> very important things happen at both. If you go to Jose, you finish the chapter, important stuff happens, but you're going to be really fucking confused. <laughs> yeah. And if you go to Bavel first, you won't be as confused. You'll be confused at first, but yeah. you'll be more prepared for what's to come. Um, so yeah, next time we'll probably finish up chapter three with Bavel and Jose. And uh, maybe some of the weird shit this game's do- doing will start to become a little more opaque. Not all the way, but a little bit. You mean, you mean the opposite of opaque. You mean clear. Sure. I guess I meant like visible as opposed to transparent. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. Yeah. Uh, metaphors abound. Different, we're operating on digital, vid- different visual metaphors. Absolutely. Where could people visually lay their eyes on you on the internet wheels? Yeah, you're going to pull up your web browser. You're going to go to <laughs> twitter.com slash singular wheels. Uh, and you're going to hit that follow button. I don't tweet too much. A lot of, yeah. a lot of cats. You, you tweet your cat do, a lot. That's true. And, I tweet uh, my cat a lot. Axolotl I occasionally now. will treat pictures of my axolotl named Axel. Uh, yes, named after the Kingdom Hearts character. Yeah, so that's at Singular Wheels. Uh, and then you can find me on the show Very Random Encounters. Uh, that's where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as much as possible. That one's with your ears. Uh, yeah, we're currently playing, um, a game called Thing... Ooh, what is it? It's a long title and I've forgotten it. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Let me just check the PDF. The game is called... Nope, I can't find the PDF. Uh, it's things exquisite and terrifying, something like that. Uh, I'll, whatever. Um, it's a nice, uh, it's an interesting um, GM-less horror game that involves two um, interdimensional, in, in our case, because we're playing a four-player game, two players are playing as interdimensional horrors trying to manifest in the world by influencing humans. Uh, and two oh. of us are playing humans. That sounds a lot like playing... what we're going to cover next time <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it is the final chapter of our uh, horror anthology. So it kind of takes the history we've developed in our the different centuries we visited in that horror anthology and kind of brings them all to a conclusion. I am playing uh, as one of the uh, one of the terrors I'm playing is a combination of the ancient Adam and Eve into one horrifying uh, monster. I'm playing Adam and Eve, Ooh. which is a fun, cool thing I get to do. Uh, but yeah, that's very random encounters. I rambled on a lot, but I'm really excited for what we're doing now. Yeah. And if you want to figure out what that game's called, just go listen. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got It's here somewhere. Things eldritch and terrifying. I oh. couldn't remember eldritch. There it that's is. That's what it's called. Cool. That sounds very neat. You can find myself on the internet at twitter.com slash ghost of Joe. Uh, basically never tweeting. Um, but <laughs> I am there. And you can also find me on another podcast uh, called We Are Watching One Piece, uh, where we are recapping the story of the One Piece anime. I am rewatching it. And my co-host Jory is watching it for the very first time. We are in Fishman Island for a little bit longer. And I'm liking our episodes a lot. I'm excited to keep going through uh, the the new world, as they call it, um, in the anime One Piece. 
Um, you'll also hear me on some other stuff uh, once the Orange Grove show swaps start to come out. Still no concrete time, but uh, a lot of them are getting recorded. I'm very excited to share them with people. If you've missed me recording with Riley, there's some there's there's one little gym for you there. I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah, it's nice. I uh, the ARG was so intense that I needed to take like a full year off, but <laughs> from recording <laughs> with Riley. But uh, it's nice to be back at it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for those. Uh, stay tuned to probably Twitter and the Discord uh, if you want to uh, see where those are. I mean, either both of us will probably be retweeting stuff as well. But the Orange Groves Twitter account is Orange Groves Net, uh, which is always a great way to uh, see various shows just pop into your your timeline now and then, or updates or stuff like that. Um, you can also follow this podcast on Twitter at MemorizeCast and our pin tweet and also the show notes. You'll find some links to some stuff like our uh, our show's individual Discord server or uh, our Patreon, where you can get these episodes early for a dollar a month, or our bonus episodes uh, that we do monthly for $5 a month. We're about to record our January episode, uh, where I continue the plot of JoJo Part 3. Uh, will wheels like the evil stand monkey? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I get that far today, I, I'm not, it, I might. I, you know I like monkeys now. Yeah, but it's a bad monkey. Hmm? <laughs> uh people who know jojo are like wheels no uh but uh well you'll just have to go see if we get there this month or in two months by giving us five dollars and thank you so much to everyone who supports us on patreon it's uh it's great it means a ton uh, what else do we plug our theme music is una by will and tim courtesy of game chops that's probably enough plugin yeah that was primarily besaid and Kilika. Got, Got it. it. Memorized. Memorized. <laughs> <laughs>